Hello everyone. Welcome to Whiskey and Weird. My name is Lauren Liker and I'm learning about whiskey and I'm embracing all the weird in the world, including me and you. I hope you'll join me. I should sing right at those early moments because I realize that even when it's not telling me that I'm live yet, I am, which I find out later when I'm watching the video. So then I'm like awkwardly moving around, looking around. Next time I'm going to start singing, whether you like it or not. Anyway, hi everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode of Whiskey and Weird. Um, this is episode three, I believe, of this new season. Um, and as you may know, if you were uh, waiting to show up tonight, our episode is going to be at the suggestion of my amazingly talented daughter, Emily, um, who, by the way, was just participating in a cool concert, which I was listening to right before I got on the show. She's um, in a acapella group at her, her school. University of Missouri, from which she is about to uh, graduate. Super proud of her. Um, if we're lucky, she might make an appearance here later tonight, so I'm hoping. Um, if not, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, but anyway, welcome. We're going to be talking about the multiverse. Now, of course, that that idea comes from Emily because she's a huge Marvel uh, person, fan, and uh, particularly Spider-Man, I think, would be accurate. Um, but of course, the multiverse is something that's not just significant or particular to uh, to Marvel, right? So anyway, we're going to be talking about that. We're, we're going to dive into a conversation about the multiverse, uh, parallel universes, the many worlds theory, all of this um, in a few minutes. But I did um, get some uh, whiskey to try tonight, so hopefully... Um, some of you might chime on. Some of you might be bringing your own whiskey. Uh, maybe you'll get here before I drink it all myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, I was going with a theme. I'm always trying to figure out, um, you know, I go to the liquor store and there's so many to choose from. Like, how does one decide these things? I decided in the end to go with a theme. Those of you who um, follow my page on Facebook or Instagram, might have seen that I tried um, bird dog whiskey um, earlier this week and kind of little hunting camp theme what's you know all that hi Kathleen aka Kate Katie Pat it's good to have you here yes you definitely need to grab a Jameson um, so yeah I went with a theme <clears throat> and I chose a blended straight bourbon whiskey from the old elk Old Elk Distillery in Colorado. Um, but it's, you know, it apparently has won a lot of awards and stuff, so it's going to be pretty good. Um, interestingly, you know, on the um, last the last episode, we talked a little bit, like really briefly, about the fact that just because um, a whiskey is more ex expensive does not necessarily mean that it's better, right? It just really just means that it's been in a barrel or whatever longer it's it aged longer um and you know the longer it sits the more people have to care for it the more things have to happen all of that so the bird dog that we tried it was like under twenty dollars it was actually really pleasant i have some notes on uh, my page about that uh so i'm kind of curious because this was not under twenty dollars it was um actually a, a fifty dollar bottle of whiskey so it better be damn good is all i'm saying um no it, i'm sure it will be lovely i'm sure it will be lovely um but it's um let's see what it says here anything about how long it was Oh, not a lot on here, but we'll see. I don't like to read too many notes on the back because I don't want it to um, influence my influence my tasting experience, right? So cool little cork lid on there, a little picture. Sorry, I have to get used to the way my new camera is on here. See that? 
cool little lid with the logo. If you're on, even if you're on for just a minute, you guys, say hi. Kind of makes me feel better about this whole thing um, when people say hello. So say hi. What are you drinking? Are you drinking whiskey with me tonight like Kate is? Or are you going to try something else? Oh, I almost forgot to sniff it. Ready? Hmm. Hmm. Smells a little, there's a little fruity to me, sweet, maybe some vanilla. It's always, it's always interesting to, you know, the nose right out of the bottle is always just so particular and not always what you get when you, when you, um, you take a little sniff later. Hmm. So that's weird. So the fruity's gone. I must get a little vanilla and spice in there. Not a lot of the ones that I've been trying lately have had a lot of caramel, a lot of caramely sweetness to them. This one, a little vanilla, a little spicy. That's okay. We like spicy up in here, right? All right. Let's see. Hmm. There's a lot of warmth right away. I definitely get the hint of uh, like the vanilla and some some uh, spicy. I'm not really good at naming which spice. It's just like kind of a, almost like a, I don't know. Sometimes it just reminds me of fall or whatever. But it's, there's a little spice, some spicy notes to that. Not spicy hot, but like, you know, cinnamons, whatever. Uh, and some vanilla. I don't, I don't get, like when I first opened the bottle, the nose, there was almost a floral thing there. I didn't get that. It's not, you know, it feels pretty smooth in the mouth and just a real quick hint of a burn <clears throat> when you finish. So it's actually pretty nice. Um, and as far as comparing it to the bird dog and the fact that this was two and a half times more expensive, not a better experience necessarily, just different. I think both are enjoyable. Probably more likely to take bird dog out to hunting camp though, because it was only eighteen dollars for the bottle. Um, but this is pretty good, pretty good. Slancha. So anyway, if you are here, if you are here, please say hi. Say hi. I won't put you on the spot. I'll just say hi back to you. Um, but if you're just joining, you guys. Um, I just tried a little bit of um, Old Elk. It, this is their blended straight bourbon whiskey. And I'll put my tasting notes on here later um, uh, when we're done with the, with the broadcast. Um, um, hi, Jonas. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. I'm going to put this up here because it's super funny. Would love to see Napoleon Dynamite do a whiskey tasting instead of the milk contest from the movie. Yeah, totally. That would be really great. That's funny. Maybe I should set up my uh, whiskey tasting someday too, to mimic to mimic Napoleon Dynamite. Um, thanks for saying hi, Jonas. Uh, anyway, I'm going to keep tasting my whiskey, sipping my whiskey, so I hope you are. Um, I imagine Jonas is drinking some whiskey too right now, probably, probably not milk. Um, but we're going to get started on our conversation about the multiverse. Um, someone else just joined you guys. Say hi. Say hi. If you're here, I love to say hi back. And I'm really grateful when you show up even for a minute. So just pop in, say hi. Um, and, uh, yeah, grab a drink if you want and hang out for a little bit. So the multiverse. Okay, so I um I have a lot of thoughts about the multiverse, but of course, because I'm getting on here and I am decided um decided to do this topic, I was like, oh, I should probably do a little research, a little investigating, you know, into the the whole quantum physics, the science part, and um started reading stuff about uh like is there a difference between the multiverse and the many worlds theory? 
Okay, so here's what I have to say about science. And I, uh, <laughs> and I apologize if I object or if I offend, object, offend anyone. Um, or if I object to things you believe in, I guess. Um, but you know, like people, people often claim, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to just trust the science. All right. Science is not static. Like we, there's like, I want to hear one thing that science has discovered with just irrefutable proof that everyone can attest to that hasn't changed in some way, shape or form at some point or other. Now I was thinking about even things like the galaxy, right? Because this kind of coming into this conversation and the planets and the blah blah blah, right? We have evidence that this suggests or that this that to suggest that this is real, but um, it's really just evidence. Unless you yourself have been to the moon and touched it, is that proof? I don't know. It seems really subjective to me. I'm not saying I don't believe the moon exists, but I think science is always is always changing, always shifting, always proving new things, changing, uh, changing truths for people. Um, and it's often a very narrow focus in my mind. Like you often have people just looking at one aspect of a bigger truth. And so much of that can, can be different just by perspective. Perspective is everything. Um, and so the notion for me of, of going into the science and trying to use that really felt very um, unnatural for me personally, a little uncomfortable. Um, and uh, hi, Chelsea Marie, welcome. Glad you're here, Team Haunt Paranormal. That sounds awesome. I am originally from Seattle, well, originally, spent the last 30 years there. So thank you so much for joining my show tonight. I appreciate it. Um, so anyway, we're talking multiverse, right? And I was just saying how, for me, the science isn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's why I think these conversations are so much more fun in this kind of arena, because it doesn't matter, right? Like, we can just sit here and chat about all these different um, ideas and perspectives and our own experience um, with all of these things, and... Um, and just have some fun. And the truth is, I got I got online earlier today, did a little Google search, right? Like, ooh, let's check out the quantum physics and the science behind the notion of parallel universes. And um, it was utterly confusing. And I will tell you, there were no two articles that said the same thing. And a lot of them contradicted each other. I even posted this little video earlier of a guy. Um, I thought, oh, this is cool. It's short and sweet. Might be good for me, right? <laughs> And then I read an article later with the same guy in there and the article literally said, oh, he changed his mind about this. And I was like, well, that's really helpful. So anyway, there we go. Totally cool. You can change your mind. But kind of proves my point that, you know, scientists are just changing their mind. How much should we rely on what they have to tell us? I tend to want to trust my intuition and what I just naturally intuitively perceive about the world and go with it and does it change sometimes absolutely if I hear new things experiencing new things totally 100% um, but it's a way more fun conversation but I'm going to do my best to try to explain some of these different concepts if you're listening in tonight and you love the science approach and you know the scientific um terminology for that particular um, theory that I'm talking about, please pop it into the comments because that will help me um, and provide something that I can't provide to the audience. Um, so please do that. Uh, anyway, I find this topic really fascinating and I was, um, at, I was at my favorite local brewery last night and um, always chat about my show with one of the bartenders and asked him, of course, um, asked him if what he thinks of parallel universes of course he was like oh i love this topic and he went into all this conversation about quantum physics and stuff um, but i shared with him a story just about how fascinating this has been to me for a really long time i can remember being a little kid probably third to fifth grade somewhere in there because i was in school overseas at the time um and i very distinctly this day in school 
uh, bored in class, like I always was, which you probably could imagine it was the case for a person like me. Um, I think a lot of people were bored in school. They're not really very good at it. Um, but I sat there and I had this pencil and I was putting my pencil at the top of my desk and letting it roll down. And I remember doing it and doing it and doing it, probably driving someone around me crazy, if not the teacher. And I at one point started thinking if I pause, because I probably gotten kind of a routine of, of putting it up and rolling it, you know, kind of a, a pattern or whatever, a rhythm, um, and thought, ooh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait 10 seconds this time in between. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw off the pattern a little bit, and I wonder if it will change my life. Will it change the course of my day? Will it change my life? <laughs> will it, you know, but I was like, nine when I was having these thoughts. So raise your hand, you guys. Give me a like if these are things you ever thought about when you were a little kid or anytime as a young person. Like there were things you thought about and you're like, what what is that? Why would that happen? And so it became apparent to me. It was like intuitively I realized, um, Kate says yes, um, I, I realized that, you know, every little moment that we make a choice. When we make a choice, when something happens, we are completely creating new paths in this timeline. So in this space-time realm. Now, you know, some people believe that there's still another version of me going the other way or another version of me going this way, right? And and maybe there are. That's like the whole fascinating thing about that. and we'll, you know, like if we're doing that, if we can alter all these different paths, you know, what does that really look like in the time-space continuum, right? Like, is, is can you see it from the outside somehow in some matrixy kind of way? Um, but um, <laughs> hi, Isaiah. You know what? We are talking about just uh, multiverse in general, parallel universes, but... To answer your question, my daughter Emily might hop on later and she might have something to, to say about Marvel Marvel multiverses because she's the one that came up with this. Great question. Not entirely different. It's actually the same kind of thing, right? The multiverses of the Marvel universe are really what we are talking about, just not specifically to, to Marvel, right? To uh, Spider-Man and... Um, Dr. Strange and all that kind of stuff, but awesome question. And um, they are one and the same, right? So multiverses. Um, so Kate, Kate asked me, thanks for that question, Isaiah. I'm glad you're here. Um, Kate just said, she said, does that mean that there should be a different end if you choose not to make that choice? Um, I'm going to pop Isaiah's question up here too, for people who, um, oops, who, who watch it later um, can see that if they didn't hear it. So he, Isaiah was asking if we're talking about our multiverses or the Marvel one. So um, I'm talking about mine personally. No, I'm kidding. Um, and Jonas says Spider-Verse. So, so Kate, let's put your thing back up here and address this for a second. So does that mean that there should be a different end if you choose not to make that choice? Right? I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> that's a great question. Can we come back to the same place? I think, I think it's all of that. I, th- I think that's the incredible thing that we, we have opportunities. I, th- I do think, and this is always a whole nother conversation, right? Like I can be so tangential um, uh, on these things. But if, you know, if we, that when we choose, now those of you who've watched me before know that I believe that our soul chooses what's going to happen to us. We, we have a contract in this lifetime. So we have a specific outcome that we want to learn from this particular life, right? So we're always trying to get to that. And we could probably sway. I don't think that if you go this way at like, say when you're 10 and you decide to, uh, I don't know, punch some kid in the face that you knew you shouldn't. And, you know, I don't think that that necessarily is going to change the outcome completely. I do think that people always can kind of get back on that path. And I know that there are different ways, right? Just looking at nature, there are different ways to get to the same end. Um, So super great question and one one to ponder. Like, what do you think, Kate? Like, what does anyone else think? Like, if if we make one choice that 
out is a little different? Is that completely going to change the whole outcome of our lives or even the people we interact with, right? I think that's a great, um, uh, great uh, question. And it's exactly what we're talking about here. Um, Isaiah says, this is like every single choice we make makes a different branch or whatever. Yeah, totally, right? But it doesn't mean that those branches, like maybe creeks and rivers and um, whatever, how they can kind of separate and come back to the same body of water, I think it can do that too. Um, so awesome questions. Um, so Kate, yeah, so Kate, yeah. I don't, I think that just because there's a path chosen for us, that doesn't mean we're stuck to it. I think that's the reason that we, in my humble opinion, why we have multiple lives, because sometimes we don't get it right, or sometimes it becomes too hard and, and we decide to bow out early or, you know, um, that kind of thing. So, but I think that's one of the, um, the aspects of this. Now, I might be wrong, and I probably am because this stuff, but I think that's where the whole string theory approach comes in. So if anyone's listening in and you know about that, um, let me know. Um, as I was doing my research today, though, when I plugged in multiverse, right, um, it, of course, says parallel universes, but um, uh, it talks about the many worlds theory. And so there's these differing ideas. Now, again, they were not really um, clear because some people interpreted them differently. But let's say multiverse is is different timelines within the space-time continuum. As I understood it, uh, me, the many worlds theory means that there are galaxies far, far away, completely separate from ours, that are existing in a similar fashion, but maybe slightly different. And there could be tons of them. So that would mean um, like, and I think that that actually matches a little more of what the uh, Marvel multiverse is about, right? Like you have these different um, versions of all the same people, right? So they're not exactly the same. They're similar. They're, uh, they, you know, they have the same good guys and the same bad guys, and they're moving on similar paths, but there's different things in their lives that don't completely match up. And so I think the notion of the Marvel multiverse actually matches more with this theory as I understand it of of what many worlds are um so yeah and, and if again if anyone knows anything about this please 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 chime in because um yeah uh, my brain just is trying to wrap around all of these notions um Jonas says now I want to watch the old butterfly effect movie again right there's probably some really seriously cool cool um movies out there now when we, when we, uh, when we think about like Time Traveler's Wife, who's seen that movie? I just thought of that movie when I read your your comment, Jonas, and um, the whole notion of time travel. Like, how will that exist? Right? It's been shown in whatever way. Quantum physics has shown that that time travel is indeed a possibility. Now they've only tried it with like the smallest version of living whatever so far. Um, but they've shown that it can happen in some way, shape, or form. Um, but what what would this mean? Because the other notion of parallel universes, um, especially in, in like the realm of mysticism and stuff, when we talk about our ancestors, there's a lot of belief systems around the notion that that all of the versions of ourself, all of the... Um, so my five-year-old self, my 50-year-old self, she doesn't exist yet, by the way. Um, my 25-year-old version of myself, um, that they already do exist and they coexist all at the same time. So there's this notion in healing and everything that, um, uh, Isaiah, that's funny. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, there's this notion of healing, for instance, let's say that I'm working on healing old energy, blah, 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 that when I do so, I'm actually healing my ancestors that came be before me and those who are coming after me, um, because it's like this just collective thing that's all happening at the same exact time. 
Um, but that's just like so weird. Like I can't even really, it makes sense to me on some level. Um, chime in if it's, if it makes sense to you guys. Um, or if you have a thought, please, please, please. I love your thoughts. They're awesome. Um, questions are spectacular, but yeah, like how weird to think that my grandma is still existing as you know, a, a young person on a different timeline at the same time. Um, so another kind of version of what these parallel universes are, that everything is just a continuum and, and it's all happening. Now, of course, that kind of throws a weird wrench in to the notion of, um, of souls coming back to the general idea of what that means. But it just kind of, um, just kind of, makes it more complicated and more fascinating in my opinion um isaiah says spider verse to into the lauren verse this is totally where we are right now in case you didn't realize totally the lauren verse um every sunday at six o'clock on whiskey and weird um so yeah stopping the cycle kate says stopping the cycle we can do that but that's still another completely different version of of that now i said whole science thing is kind of um i just i don't i don't trust that as much as i trust my own intuition and when i think about things and things come to me and they make sense and they can simultaneously make all the sense in the world and none at all again raise your hand if you know anything about what i'm talking about um so i don't feel alone and extra weird when i say stuff like that but um I think that um, we can't, I feel like we can't expect science to ex to explain something like this. I find it hard to believe that there will ever be a day where science will be like, oh yeah, this is what happens and here's how you can get over to this universe and you can do this and this is how it all exists. I just don't think that's going to happen because I think that these, <laughs> these are like just meat suits that we're in, uh, more or less. And that all of these space-time things actually exist on an energetic level. Ooh. So, I don't know. What do you think about that? It's why, why people believe in um, astral traveling and projection and things. The fact that you can actually go, people could go, claim to anyway, claim to go to other places energetically. Um, possibly visit other realms, uh, visit people that they wouldn't other, otherwise see. So another version of that and the, and the fact that there's all these different places that are coexisting in the space-time continuum. Um, is that weird? I, I'm really curious what concepts I'm bringing up tonight might be completely new to you um, or if it's something you're familiar with. Or if you have a different experience about what a parallel universe might be, that's, I would love, love, love to know that um, because I can talk, but I love, I love it when you guys share your ideas about that. So um, I always think about, this is another thing that I thought about as a child. So um, I lost a lot of people in my life as a young person. Um, I, family members on, mostly on my mom's side, um, aunts and uncles and cousins and and I I can remember imagining well the interesting thing was I lived really far away from most of them we lived overseas for a good chunk of of my early life and um and it's amazing sometimes when you aren't in the same time and space with someone how it can still feel like they still exist which I think is is another interesting notion when you talk about these different um realms these different universes or timelines um and you know then you have these moments and you're like oh yeah that person isn't with us here anymore um and it's kind of strange um but i can remember as a kid um thinking what if there it what if this is just you know this is just this timeline what if what if there's another timeline in which i exist that all of those people are still existing too um uh Uh, so one second, Isaiah, I'll get to that question. Um, but we, um, you know, what if, what if in some other place, my, you know, my uncle Tommy, my aunt Kathy, all these people, my cousin Joey are still alive and they totally lived a life there. There's a certain level of comfort in that. Um, I've also had the, the thought of, you know, had these moments 
um, you know, you ever have those like life or death moments and you're like, oh my God, I could have died right then. What if I did die in another universe, right? Like what if somewhere else that really just happened and my family's now going to mourn me and I'm not here anymore, but I'm going to continue with this outcome that I'm trying to seek in this, in this particular, um, um, timeline. I don't know. Anyone, you guys, you need to like confirm or affirm some of what I'm saying because, you know, I'm seriously putting my weirdness out there tonight with this particular notions and these weird things that I, that I, uh, think about. Um, so Isaiah says, dun, dun, dun. so we aren't the only different thing in all the multiverse, right? Uh, I'm not 100% sure I'm understanding that question. But I think what you're asking is if you if you were going to step into another timeline that there would be other things that were different not just you. Is that what you're asking me? I'm not 100% sure. Um and if that is what you're asking me, I would say yes. I don't think that I think that the sheer nature of of everything being different makes it different. So, um yeah, so so um yeah, so Isaiah follows up with like we are not the only thing that changes multiverse to multiverse. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so things can be can be completely different, right? Because when we go back to that notion of um Thanks for those questions, Isaiah. Um, when we go back to the notion of like the pencil thing I told you about at the very beginning and like that's just in this timeline, right? But if I go and yeah, I'm born in a different multiverse to the same parents, but maybe a different day. Um, maybe, maybe my dad who was in the military had been stationed in a completely different place and I wasn't born in England. And so that little shift is going to change all sorts of things. It's going to be different exposure for me. It's obviously different exposure to them. Um, um, yeah. So if that makes sense, another great question I love this, Isaiah. You should hang out with me more often on here. So then there is a universe where instead of back to the future, it's onward to the past. Absolutely. I mean, that's what people believe anyway. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that's possible? But that is that is one belief system, especially in like, as I said, in the mystic world and how people view timelines and how um, they perceive the universe that we live in that the past, the present, and the future are all existing simultaneously. That one is, on some level, I get it, but it's also really hard for me to um, to wrap my head around. But I'm curious. I mean, which of these, you guys, which of these con- concepts would make the most sense to you, right? Do any of them make any sense? Um, because, I, I mean, yeah, totally weird. Like, I don't know. I... I think it also comes down to this idea that um like even choices like just it, like like can I say like one more time um if I uh if I make this one particular choice right it affects the outcome and uh and thereby makes me responsible for that outcome in some way shape or form right so which I think is one reason people are really hesitant, um, hesitant to embrace this. Cool. I'm glad that makes sense, Isaiah. Um, because the notion that all these different timelines could exist, even if we're just looking at this one space time currently that we're existing on this, um, in this timeline, right, that we could alter just by getting up to go to the bathroom at a different time than we might otherwise or whatever, but the fact that we do that and it, and to embrace the notion that it changes everything means that every choice we make affects our reality, right? So it means we become responsible for it. And I think it, it, when you say that, like when you tell people, when people are like, oh, my life sucks right now, blah, blah, blah. 
yeah, so what are you going to do to make, make it better? And how do you think you got here? Because, yeah, other people might make it sucky, but you also put yourself in a position to be right here, right now. Um, I was dealing a little bit with this earlier in my day. Um, like, okay, I can blame everyone else, but I don't have to be right here, right now at this point. And I chose it. I chose it for a reason. And then, you know, and to me, there's comfort in that. It can suck sometimes because when bad things happen, we don't want to accept responsibility for them. But we have so much power to do what we want, to do what serves us to what brings us joy. All of these things for me are really intertwined, right? And so I love to to consider all these different, um, these notions because um, they tell me that I can affect change in my own life if I want to, right? Um, that there might be somewhere else where someone is enjoying something that maybe I can't right now, but maybe another version of me might be doing that. I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, Kate says, yeah, we are hesitant to make choices because as humans, don't we want to make the right choice? And is it right? Well, gosh, here herein lies a completely new conversation, right, about what is right and what is wrong and whether that that is something that even just exists or if it's um if it's a man-made concept now if we have all these different versions of of the world of the timelines of the many worlds all of these things and they're all moving forward in their own way shape and form is one of them better than another like fully um because i have a feeling that this verse, like Lauren verse, might be perfectly splendid for me, but maybe not for the other person who's right here with me, you know? So how to, determining what is right and wrong, God, it, that's really troubling, right? I mean, and I guess you can't have a right without a wrong, you have a dark without a light, blah, blah, blah. But um, maybe everything just is. Again, coming back to this notion of living in the moment, like there is nothing there is nothing but what what is happening right here and right now. Um, and, you know, that gets us into a whole nother philosophical conversation about some people saying that there is no such thing as the past or the future. There's only the present, um, which, you know, you can get off on interesting tangents and branches of that. But really, uh, to me, that is saying there is none of those because they're all existing simultaneously, Right. That's where that concept really comes from. But we try to interpret it to mean, oh, don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your future because there's only now. Well, really, it's telling us it's all existing at the same time and you have power to affect change and do things, whatever, in this particular moment. Um, uh, let's see. So Kate says, is there a version of ourselves? Do we know what that choice should be? So you're asking, is there a version of yourself that has all the answers? Probably not, I, in my opinion, because I don't think that really serves us. I don't think it serves a purpose um, for us to know everything. Uh, I, think, I think it would be the same way as, and I brought this up before, I think, on the show at some other point, like when you take all of these, um, you know, you take different psychics and people who have different abilities and many of them show up really differently, right? And you can take the same person into a space, for instance, that is that is obviously got energy. People, Most people can feel it, whatnot. And they might pick up on completely different things. And it doesn't mean any of them are wrong. I, I believe that each of us carries with us an aspect of the whole truth. And we're meant... To find a way to work together to find it. Like like your truth and mine. They all coexist and they're like pieces of a puzzle. So I think that that would be the same for uh, for all the different versions of ourselves, And, um, you know, each of those different versions are, are um, bringing together some different aspect of the truth. And there, that's and that alone would shift what you, um, how you lived, and what you would choose because you have a dip, differing understanding over here than you do over here. Um, so that's what I think. I don't, I don't think you would ever. There is no place. I think that existence 
is what people would consider heaven. That that would be the place we go when we've completely uh, worked through all of our lessons and we've lived a hundred thousand lives, whatever it is. That that is what heaven is like we don't have to be living and working and struggling and making choices we're just in a state of light and being um so is this making sense to anybody because this makes sense to me um uh let's see kate has another thought here the past is what has occurred by choice now now we can create change through choice but again is it the right choice yeah. So, I mean, yeah, everything that's happened in our past, we have a, we have a responsibility to that, whether we want to or not. Right. Maybe. And, and here's the thing. If you like as a human person, it's easy to go, well, I didn't choose who were going to be my parents. Um, I would argue, yes, in fact, you did choose them <laughs> um, in a different realm, in a different time. You chose who your parents would be because therein would lie all the lessons that you were choosing to learn in this lifetime. Um, now I get that that's easier for me to say because I've not lived a tough life, right? It's harder for people who, who may have suffered abuse and all of that. And I get it. And I'm, I'm, you know, I, that I can't go there with them and I'm certainly not going there right now, but I do believe it to be true. And I do believe that we're all reaching. And I think that if we're struggling in this timeline, we're going to be rewarded in another one. I really think that. I think we we get to rest. Like if we make it through this shitty life, next one is probably going to be a little better. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to be a millionaire with 12 homes all over the world in the next life. And, you know, all of that, Um, whatever, whatever we want to choose. But I don't think there isn't always a right choice. And that's why you just go with what feels right. And you might later realize the universe is telling you, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best path, but here's the lesson you got from it, right? So again, I don't, I don't think we can narrow anything down to right or wrong. It just is what it is, um, and and we can we can make it what we want it to be ultimately if we're giving it some thought and um, and you know, I don't know, paying attention, being reflective and introspective and meditating, all of those things. Um, Meditation, super great way, I think, to possibly explore other lives. Um, I mean, I've had some really cool meditative experiences where I haven't necessarily been in a different life, but um, but I've gone to different realms. Um, and, and that's the other thing, too. Like, where does the notion, you know, like people um, talk about the fact that um, there are other planets, Right. Have you ever heard like the notion of, uh, uh, oh, you lived your last life on the water planet. That's why you're really into the ocean and you can you communicate with dolphins or whatever, which is a really beautiful concept. And why couldn't it be true? And is is that considered like going back to some of Isaiah's questions, like I would be the same soul in that and there would be other souls there that were completely familiar to me, I believe. But obviously, a water planet is completely different than what we are experiencing here. Um, and is that what they mean when they talk about the many worlds um, idea? You know, there's some people that talk about how we're all bugs on a planet and, and why people have these different weird connections and memories to to things that seem um, really bizarre um, might be really attuned to nature because you were a tree last time on a different planet or maybe on this planet. There's another idea. Um, so all these concepts really intertwine, right? And we could, gosh, we could go round and round, but getting back to the whole, um, the whole multiverse parallel universe thing. Um, I think it's kind of cool to daydream about the fact that, you know, is another version of me doing whiskey and weird right now? Are they talking about parallel universes? Is it the same people chiming in? Um, maybe, maybe in another world, like I have thousands of people following me. Um, or maybe in another one, I'm not even doing this at all, right? And um, and it gets you just thinking about what what going back to right what's the right choice for me right now i guess if you want to talk about right and wrong what's the right choice for me 
right now and how's that feeling um but yeah, it's really fascinating. There's a there's so many different notions, and I think for every every possibility that I have even touched on tonight, I feel like um, there could be twenty others, right? And like I said, for me, it comes down really to to um, to my intuition because. You know, I when you can go and you can look up something scientifically, right, and you can find eighty different perspectives on what how you would define that. It it doesn't make science any different to me than each of us here listening into the show having a different idea about parallel universes, whether they're you know many worlds, just different timelines or different strings in the same you know timeline or whatever. Um, doesn't it? It doesn't really prove anything because they can't even agree, right? So, I think that it's it's a pretty cool, um, topic. I was really hoping my M M&M and M would would jump on because I wanted to discuss the whole, the whole uh, Marvel multiverse thing for a minute because I totally loved. Okay, if you're into Marvel and you watched Spider Man. I think they do a really, the last one, right, where all three of the different versions came into the same. That was pretty awesome. Um, I think that they do a really good job because they get to the whole notion of what um, we've had questions, a couple from Isaiah, about, you know, how much changes and why, you know, and, you know, you might look different. You you might actually be um you know, different hair, maybe a little taller, a little shorter. I don't know how that would work. Um, but you might live with your parents. You might not would live with your parents. And I think that, like that is a, I think the whole way that they do that universe thing is, um, is really, is, I think it's pretty typical to how people perceive the whole parallel universe. Would you guys agree with that? I think that it's, it's a pretty cool notion to realize, um, that you know a lot of things will be similar but nothing's going to be exactly the same um and you might have yeah i think i think that just is one of the easiest ways to kind of wrap your head around that now is it possible to travel like what if you could what if you could switch switch places with other versions um of yourself um and come into to these new worlds there was a show i watched the OA and it was kind of, it had it, it kind of dealt a little bit with the notion of different versions of yourself and how you can really be com- playing out completely different scenarios um in those uh and I actually going back to your your thought Kate about if there's a version of us that knows the right choice I certainly think that there are going to be planes of higher um vibration right um, like you could go someplace and generally speaking, it's a version of most people that's just vibrating a little higher than where like we are right now. Um, and you can get into these whole conversations about the whole 3d, 4d, five dimensional aspect of that and people becoming more attuned to their higher versions of their self, people who then are able to do this astral projection stuff or whatever. But, um, yeah, gosh, it's super fascinating, right? Um, but, you know, it's funny how people will be on either side of this conversation. When I asked my bartender friend last night about it, he went straight to the quantum physics part and tried to tell me about a 10-page article I should read, which I couldn't remember the name of the scientist or anything, but I probably wouldn't have read it because it probably would have been too much information for my brain. That didn't make any sense. Um, I, I tend to like to feel my way through things usually, and that... Um, it's fascinating if someone can explain it to me or show it to me in pictures or something, I might get it. But when you get into those articles and they have all this technical language and symbols and shit, I don't, I don't know what that means. It's really crazy. Um, I wish I did. And I'm really bummed that we don't have, uh, Lisa Heineman on here tonight because she is my resident scientist and I was totally hoping that she would show up and chat about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I got for now, you guys. Maybe I should just have a sip of my uh, whiskey. Hope you guys are enjoying your drinks. But 
super glad that you guys um, chimed in. Was she here? She didn't say hi. Lisa was here, but she didn't say hi to me. Darn it. Um, yeah, and I can't see, like, apparently you guys can see who's getting on. I can't see that. Um, but I'm super glad you guys were here. Thanks for your awesome questions, Isaiah. It was awesome to have you come back next week. Um, I'm not sure what next week's episode will be on yet. It'll just come to me. But if you have a suggestion, <gasps> hi, Emily. Emily's here. Do you want to get on in and talk multiverse with me for a minute? If you do, just click your link uh, in Messenger and I would love to get you on and get your perspective. We have at least one person that might be interested in hearing about that. So, um, but I'd love to have you on. You have really spectacular timing because I was just about to, uh, to wrap this up. See, Isaiah would like us to talk about the Marvel Universe multiverse. So hop on my kid, get on here. Um, and we can do that. See what Emily has to say. She's pretty brilliant. I don't know where she came from. She somehow is my kid, but are you coming on Eminem? Anyway, you guys let me know. Actually, what should we talk about next week? You tried and it wasn't letting you. Oh man. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can send it to you again while I'm in here. So, so that might not work. That might not work, you guys. Let's see. Um, um, went, went. Can you guys see me? Hold on. I am going to, I'm going to email it to you, Em. This is funny. I can't see you guys, but you can see me. Um, maybe that's not going to work. Yeah, you know what, Em? If it's not working, that totally sucks. But I can't send it to you because I am on, I'm in a, I'm on my whiskey and weird Google space instead of, and I'd have to sign in. So, Em, what... Try it again, and then um, what do you think? Can you type really fast? I know you can, because you're a journalist. Type really fast, like, what's your thought on, on um, how the Spider-Man multiverse actually represents um, the general understanding of, um, of parallel universes and, and that kind of thing? Because I know you've thought about it before. So I'm gonna give you a second to do that. Oh, here she is. Hi there, babe. Hold on, let's bring her in. Oh, I am an M. Okay, there's my girl. Uh, so I was just asking. So we've talked about the whole, you know, all the parallel universe stuff, right? But I was just saying a minute ago, because about to wrap up, I wasn't sure you'd get on. Like I think that the like the multiverse in Marvel, like the whole the way they did the Spider-Man movies, and you have these three different ver completely different versions, was a re is a really kind of valid depiction of what most people perceive parallel universes to look like, right? Like it's a version of you, but different, and everything's different. And I mean, I don't know that we would look completely different. I think we would look more similar. But what are your thoughts about that in particular? I know Isaiah's on, and he would really love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, like specifically, like, what do you think about those universes and, and, and how, what your thoughts on how that might, m might depict reality, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it, like, makes sense that, like, like, multiple You're totally breaking up. Just talk slower. There you go. Sorry, go ahead. You're just, you're kind of breaking up a little bit and I know what you're saying is absolutely brilliant. So I want to make sure everybody can hear it. Um, as, like there's always butterfly effects with the choices you're making. And so as I was leaving my acapella concert, I was talking with someone um, and I was like, oh, like I wonder what the, what the Emily 
Emily who didn't get into the naturals is doing? Like, what what is that Emily variant doing? Right now? Like, like, did she like what? How much more time did she have? How much more sleep did she get? Like, we were joking about like all the things like we've given up for four years that like us and other universes would have been like getting to enjoy because they weren't they hadn't decided to join this group. So I think it like definitely makes sense that like there would be these similarities between like the different universes um which would obviously be infinite because there's so many people in the world and so many decisions you make like in a day like me deciding to get on this Mm -hmm. call is like a butterfly has a butterfly effect in itself so absolutely um, yeah I think it's definitely interesting and this is going to stray a little bit from that question but it's something that I I saw recently someone like theorizing about on TikTok that I thought was really interesting um because, like, obviously Marvel's kind of, like, the first to be diving into multiverse stuff, but there are other, like, movies coming out that are getting ready to do that. Like, A24 um, just released a film called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once that I heard is really good. I haven't gone to see it yet, but it's also, like, a, a multiverse-type thing, and there are a lot of other movies that are going to explore that, explore that, and so it's going to become kind of, like, a genre in itself. And this person was theorizing that multiverse movies are our culture's reaction to the pandemic in the same way that superhero movies were the reaction to 9-11 and zombie movies and media were a reaction to the 2008 recession and that like it's it's going to we're going to see a lot of it over the next couple years because people want to imagine well what would life have been like if we didn't just spend two years two plus years and now forever indefinitely stuck in a pandemic um or stuck with COVID-19 not necessarily a pandemic anymore it will become an endemic but um so that was interesting to me that is actually really fascinating and and I I mean I hadn't heard that specific theory but I've certainly read about and heard about other ones like that's there's always a real life motivation to the trends right in in art and culture and all, you know, how that stuff comes about. But that's, that's really fascinating. And of course, cause that's what people do. You daydream and you're like, man, if I could, if I would, you know, I would be doing this. Right. And maybe in another timeline, timeline, we were doing that. Maybe I did a lot of conversation about how like science versus intuition, right. In a, in a conversation like this, maybe, maybe in another timeline, we already had the science for that. Earlier today, this makes me think of it. Earlier, I'm looking at soap, I had to buy hand soap. And I was like, you know, nothing. Remember for the longest time, it was all antibacterial hand soap. And now that's not really a thing. And I was wondering, I'm like, maybe if we had never used antibacterial soap, maybe we would have had better immune systems and the COVID-19, you know, like it was, a, you know, just things that you think of. And I think that because we think of them, that we might be putting them into reality in some other version of the timeline, right? Like, or the reason we think of it is because that timeline actually exists. But, yeah. but yeah, but well, I think, like, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, it's kind of like the theory around like, where one theory around like deja vu, when you get deja vu, it's that you've, like another version of you has already experienced that. And that's why like, it feels familiar, but there's often, like, something that's a little off about it, or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it hasn't actually happened to you, Yeah, and it doesn't feel like a dream, it just feels like it happened, so yeah. that's interesting to think about, too. Or even when you just have dreams that are all with all, like, feel very real, but complete, like, with people that don't quite match up to what you are experiencing, those are really fascinating to consider, too. Um, so... Here's a question about the whole multiverse thing, and this is a total Marvel question, because Jonas said the other day that he thinks Doctor Strange is still stuck. The real Doctor Strange is still stuck in the other. Do you think that's the case? Is that your prediction? Uh, Yeah, like he's referencing like what if um, and what happens in what if, which you should probably watch, by the way. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely the theory. It's not necessarily that the real strange is like trapped somewhere but that the the like evil strange that is in like the what if universe um is loose as a result of what happened in no way home and what happened in the loki tv series the reveal that he's been strange the whole time or if it will be like a too strange thing in the way that like there was multiple peters or whatever um but i mean like in the trailer they show 
evil evil doctor evil what if doctor strange so like it's confirmed that that's happening it's just kind of like a matter of how and then like also if they do it with wanda um is like a popular theory as well like if there'll be two wandas yeah it's kind of interesting to consider that they could have capitalized on that whole theory the multiverse in all the movies like even in endgame and stuff right they could have brought in these different um um yeah these different uh people the same different versions of themselves right um isaiah says i don't i don't know what this is referring to him but you might i want to see a multiverse where moon knight is the avatar for a different egyptian god who's moon knight do you know who that is yeah, it's the newest. It's the newest Marvel TV show that's out right now. It has Oscar Isaac in it. Um, oh, see, I had no played, idea. Yeah, he plays Moon Knight. Well, yeah, Moon Knight. It's kind of complicated. But he he plays this character who's like a an avatar for the Egyptian god of the moon or whatever. Um, the stars, the moon, the moon, <laughs> space night. Uh, and he has um multiple personality disorder he has did so like they're like it's it's really interesting i think you'd really like it but um yeah hold on that comment popped away yeah he's yeah he's jewish um that is true it's kind of um laid back in the show but there are references to him being jewish um but him being an avatar like for a different egyptian god would just be like if they switch, like, Ethan Hawke is in it, Mom. I'm surprised you haven't heard about it. I, have, I probably uh, have heard it. I love Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, that was great. I'm glad you could chime in just for a minute. I should probably um, let people go, but you can watch later and comment on all the other stuff. Um but it's fun. It's fun to kind of tie those things uh, together or whatever, the whole multiverse and all that cool stuff. Like, if we could capitalize on that. Kate asked a question earlier. She was like, do you think there's a version of ourselves that um, that knows everything, right? That just knows all the right choices. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's... I think we all have some aspect of the truth. Um, and collectively you know makes up our full being or whatever but anyway thanks for chiming in my sweet girl that was really fun um and i will i'm sure isaiah appreciates it because you can talk about things that i cannot so i don't know we might have to chat isaiah i want to learn more about this and what's this thing called what if is that what it is one of the it's one of the marvel tv shows so it's the animated one and it's like what if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of Steve. What if there were zombies? It's all based off of like other like random like one-off Marvel comic arcs, but then now is probably going to get brought in through like the multiverse. Oh, cool. Cool. I'll totally check it out. That's awesome. All right. Thank you. Go on and enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll see you soon, my sweet girl. Love you. All right. Love you too. All right, everybody. I think that's a wrap for tonight. I'm super stoked that my girl got to get on here. It's totally changed all of our futures, just so you know. Um, but some cool things to think about. Uh, I love your your idea of um, haunted dolls, uh, Mr. Isaiah Freeman. And actually, it could be a cool opportunity for me to bring my friend um, Pete back on because his show I want to believe they've recently been doing some episodes on haunted objects um if I could could manage to get you know some of the big big wigs like Greg and uh Greg and Dana Newkirk or even Zach because his haunted museum on here wouldn't that be so cool probably in some some other um universe I know those people on a really like personal level right so anyway, I'm really glad you guys are all here. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for chiming in and participating. It makes my time a lot more fun. Um, and I hope to see and hear from you see hear from you next week. All right. And if you liked this conversation, please feel free to share it um, on your Facebook page so we can get more people chatting it up with us. All right, you guys, take care. Be well. Stay weird. <laughs>